Welcome to the Sheepdog Wife Podcast. This is your host. Let's have a conversation. Hello and welcome back for another week. Thank you so much for joining me. I know that this particular episode is going to be a little different in that it doesn't really touch on necessarily first responder lifestyle anything. Just a little bit of a window into what we've been spending our time on um, this summer in preparation for the fall and what that is looking like for us and for our family and our thought process in why we ended up choosing the things that we chose. I do want to start off um, by saying that this will be the final episode in our first season. I am coming back for season two, but there are some um, housekeeping things that quote-unquote housekeeping for the show and for the website and things like that that I'd like to get done um, and be able to focus on. I also want to make sure that I get into a really solid rhythm with our um, fall calendar and taking a break to be able to get things in order with the podcast as well as with our home schedule would be a blessing to me. So this feels like a natural place to have season one end and in the future begin working on season two. Um, I also want to share a prayer request with all of you. Um, There is a family that is on our extended acquaintance circle who is going through what we would all consider to be one of the worst possible nightmares this week. And, um, While they were on their family vacation, one of their little girls drowned in the pool. I don't know any additional information beyond that. I know that they are a wonderful, God-fearing, loving family who takes excellent care of their children, and their hearts are torn apart right now. Um, Their little girl was... um, unresponsive and did not have a heartbeat, but God worked some, some little miracle because she was life flighted, um, to a children's hospital and they were able to get a heartbeat and she is currently on a ventilator, but she is still unconscious. So we are praying for an even greater miracle and that God would heal that sweet little thing completely and make his make his love and comfort very, very known to her family and her friends and her loved ones. So if you could be praying for her and her family this week, that would mean a lot to me. As promised, we are, well, I am covering, jumping into the fall, and uh, I could not have picked a better day to go ahead and record this episode for this week because the weather has finally changed in our area and it genuinely feels like fall and the kids and I have been glowing pretty much the entire day if we're looking just at the weather. Uh, It's been absolutely wonderful to be able to get back outside and the bugs are not bugging and that is absolutely glorious. Uh, Anybody who knows me knows that I have little to no patience for dealing with gnats and bees and mosquitoes and things buzzing around my head and flying in my ears and biting me. So, today was a real blessing. 
So this fall was particularly, um, I guess you could say, stark a contrast for us versus our previous experiences of jumping into fall with kids because this was the first year that we had a child who was actually the legal school age. Prior to this, our little ones were all so little that there was nothing required of them in regards to education beyond just learning through play, which is a wonderful season. But our oldest is now of the legally required official education age. So we had a lot of decisions that we were making over the summer. Now, we had always known that we wanted to homeschool our kids. Uh, we have absolutely zero faith in the public school system. Um, and that's the system overall. I know that there are some really wonderful people, wonderful, wonderful, good, solid, faithful people who are working in that school system. But the system itself, in my opinion, is utterly broken. And it is not something that I wanted to subject my my little ones to. So we made the decision to homeschool. This is our first year doing so. And while my husband and I were homeschooled, we no longer live in the state that we lived in growing up. So our understanding of homeschool laws is basically... Um, well, it was prior to doing all the research this summer, it was exclusively in regards to the laws for the state we grew up in, obviously, because that was our experience. So I had a lot of trepidation and nervousness leading up to this school year because, um, well, obviously I felt like I was starting at a deficit because the system that we had originally when our children were born thought we would be homeschooling under was no longer the case due to our move, which was fine. <clears throat> so we went ahead and worked on a lot of research and went through so many different curriculum options. I, I'm pretty sure my head just about exploded. And uh, we finally came to the conclusion um, that <laughs> I was overthinking things. Big surprise, if you know me. And I felt kind of desperately after my experience being homeschooled with my mom that I wanted to be plugged into a group that did some sort of, um, rather than just a, a social aspect, which is fine, but we're also plugged in with our church, so our kids are plenty socialized between the neighborhood and church family and things like that. But something I struggled with as a kid was that my mom and I didn't always, um, she was my primary teacher, but the way that we processed things was a little bit different. And this was most evident for our household in regards to math. My mom and I, our brains just process math in two completely different ways. And it was next to impossible for her to teach me some, some things until my dad got home. My brain thought through things the same way that he did, and he'd be able to explain it in about 15 minutes, what my mom had been trying to get me to understand in her words for two hours or more that day with, with no luck whatsoever. So, um, <laughs> I 
feel like it was really important that there would be some kind of a secondary person who would be going through the learning that I'd be doing with Annette at home so that there was another authority figure that she could ask a question of if I wasn't explaining something in a way that that was helpful to her. And so while I was going through all of this and looking around, I also, um, if you know me at all, you'll know that I'm not, um, I'm not someone who is gifted in the way of caring for teaching large groups of kids. I'm just not geared that way. I love my children. I love children in my family, but you know, if I'm not one of those people that like walks through the grocery store and gushes over everyone else's children because I don't know them. They're strangers to me. I'm, I just don't gush over strangers. So I was struggling to find a group that would necessarily be a great fit because a lot of the co-ops that I was finding required every parent or like one parent from every family to teach an actual class. And I said to my husband, I'm like, the idea of this is that I'm going to be relieving a little bit of my stress and nerves in regards to teaching our daughter and making sure that she's getting a solid education. If I'm part of a co-op that requires me to teach other people's kids, I'm actually going to be like doubling or tripling my amount of stress. Their kids aren't going to enjoy it because I'm not going to enjoy it and it's going to be a mess and there's no point in even being there because it would be a detriment to everyone involved. Um, So we started to get a little bit down to the wire and I hadn't found something that I was really excited about. I had a couple of curriculum options that I was flipping back and forth between and um, I did end up getting a meeting last minute with a group that I found that I hadn't seen immediately. Uh, They were a little bit harder to find but I ended up getting a word of mouth recommendation from them through one of the just general regional homeschool groups that I was in on Facebook just to be acclimating myself to the area over the summer after we had moved here. And I'm so glad that I did. I feel like God really, really blessed my heart in providing this group because it ends up that they meet right in our church, so it's not far away. And it's a very healthy and vibrant mix of people. And everybody is using the same curriculum. So we're on the same schedule and if I have a question or I'm confused about something there are other moms with kids the same age as mine who are also teaching the same material that week that I can go to which made me feel like I was going from having zero support system which was really nerve-wracking because we're still used to having a a larger immediate family support system right across the road (laughs) to having that consistent, really strong support and network that was going to be helpful in making sure that our kids got an excellent education, um, learned really valuable information in a way that would be beneficial to them. God's really been blessing us. So in all of this process, aside from picking out educational needs, I also wanted to make sure that we had our curriculum extracurriculars lined up for 
our oldest especially. And that was a little hard because I am definitely more on the side of, oh my gosh, these 25 things seem like such a great idea for her. I think we all need to do all of these things. And it's one, not schedule and sanity effective to overschedule yourself that much. And two, it's also not cost effective because activities are very rarely, if ever, free. So we ended up feeling like we could pick maybe like two, maybe three activities for her. And um, what we were really wrestling with was that we wanted something that would maybe be like a little bit of an outdoor type of activity builder for her. And part of that is because that's the that's the lifestyle that my husband grew up in. He'd always planned on being able to take her out into his family's woods because we lived right across the road from them. And while we do try to make an effort during the cooler months because we're not huge bug people to get out in nature and do some hiking and exploring of local trails and things like that, his our whole lifestyle is different than what we had anticipated it anticipated it being when we had first started having our kids five or so years ago now. So we were wrestling with the idea of something that would get her into the great outdoors. And I'm sure a lot of you are thinking, oh, well, that sounds like Girl Scouts. And while I really appreciate what the Girl and Boy Scouts clubs were originally created and meant to do, the direction that the organizations have gone, um, I would think that a lot of you already listening to this probably already have an opinion on it, so I don't want to get too crazy into it. Um, but the direction that the organization has gone is just not something that we were comfortable or even remotely interested in having any of our family associated with. And so I was trying to do a little bit of research and I came across something that put a really big smile on my face. Um, and that organization is American Heritage Girls. And I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with these, with these guys or not. Um, but it's, it's really a pretty phenomenal organization. So the best way that I can think of to describe them is that they are, um, what the Girl Scouts were originally created and intended to be, um, with a focus on growing in your faith and growing leadership skills, all of the same opportunities to earn badges. They have campery, they have activities on the weekends throughout the year, um, a time for the kids to spend together with girls, older or younger, um, and they do have a, they actually have a boy's counterpart. If you're not a girl mom, like I am, let me just, I have to remind myself of what the, what the name of the, like, brother organization is. But, um, really just, if you're looking for that type of organization and you're really uncomfortable with the very secular um the secular world world view and political stances 
that those organizations are embracing and supporting with the money that you're investing in when you enroll your kiddos, um, I would definitely say to check them out. So it's American Heritage Girls for your ladies. Um, and the brother organization is Trail Life USA. Um, so if you go to either of their websites, they have the find a troop button. And I was very blessed um, to be able to find a good number of troops in our area. So we were able to find one that would be a good fit for our oldest daughter. Um, only one of our girls is old enough to attend yet, but the, the second in line is already looking forward to when she gets to sign up next year. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's a non-denominational organization. Um, but they are still very, very focused on encouraging the children enrolled in their troops, whether boys or girls, to grow stronger in their faith and study their Bible, which I think is the most important thing, right? Um, for the kids to have an outside perspective looking in that's not like mom or dad um, or even their pastor, if you're in a good and healthy church or youth leader, um, encouraging them to study scripture and then have their parents at home or their pastor or their youth leader or their Sunday school teacher to help them answer questions that they may have while they're studying scripture. So we were really, really excited about that. I was nervous when I took her to the initial, the initial program night, just because we hadn't had an experience like that before. And she is very shy in new settings. And I know she gets that from me because I feel that naturally to my core, but she started warming up. The girls in her troop, in her age group seem really sweet. She's really excited about her uniform. She's going to look adorable because she looks adorable and everything. Um, but that's what we ended up doing for her in regards to extracurricular activities. What was really important for us was that she would be signed up for something that would be um, beneficial to her life overall. So jujitsu obviously teaches focus and confidence and self-defense, which I think is really important for everyone, but especially women in this day and age to be able to to have some semblance of ability to defend themselves is really, really important. And I never want my girls to be in a situation where they feel more helpless than they have to. Um, so it's important to me that we get a good baseline in her of how to handle herself if there's ever an emergency situation and she needs to protect herself. So jujitsu was a pretty, that was a pretty easy go ahead from us. And then we also wanted to make sure that, you know, learning other skills that would be beneficial. Outdoor survival skills are obviously something that, while not particularly popular anymore in a lot of settings, are definitely a beneficial thing to have. And she loves to be outside, so that was a really good fit. And the aspect that this is also an organization that is going to be pouring into hopefully growing her thirst for knowing the Lord. It was a slam dunk for us. And it was not particularly expensive either. Um, there was a registration fee 
for the family and for her. And then, um, I think there's maybe a $10 a month fee, uh, that goes along with that registration just to facilitate activities and things like that, which I felt was really so, so nominal, um, especially considering how expensive some other extracurricular activities could be, um, that might be a lot of fun, but not necessarily be, uh, building her up and setting her up for success later in life. It might just be more on the fun side. So we picked two things that we think she's really excited about. She's telling us she's really excited about. And, um, so that's, that's what we're doing for her extracurriculars. Um, I also have a great book that was actually given to us by our church when um, we basically had our uh, dedication at the church for some of the new little ones who had been born um, between the last time that they'd had it and the, the newer one. Um, and it's called The Ology, um, which is a play, of course, on theology. Um, but I'm actually really excited about it because the entire book is broken down into learning truths about the Bible and truths about God. And it's really done in a way that very um, deep and essential knowledge about God is broken down onto a level that is digestible and understandable for young kids. But even some of the ideas are things that we might know as adults, but might not otherwise have ever heard specifically articulated or would be able to articulate ourselves. Um, so, while we're trying to do a lot of reading with her anyway, because she's kindergarten age, we're specifically trying to go through this book with her consistently throughout the year. Um, and I'm <laughs> on my little homeschool schedule planner, I'm calling it a foundational theology class for her because this really is foundational information. And I think is, is incredibly important. Um, so if that is the type of thing that you would be interested in, and again, I'd highly recommend that for, I mean, I know the, the book is technically aimed, I think, at like 6 to 12-year-olds, but I'm enjoying it as much as my kids are. So that's The Ology, Ancient Truths Ever New, um, and the author is Marty Makowski. So... If you're interested in looking up that book, go on over. I think it's on christianbook.com or it's probably accessible on Amazon as well because Amazon has everything. And then the last homeschool specific thing I have to mention um, is actually an app that I didn't know I needed until I had it. And now I'm totally in love with it. So I was looking for something that would help me to keep track of what subjects I had done during the day and which I hadn't and what pages and lessons and everything were included um, and keeping track of work that she had done throughout the year because we do live in a state where there are regular reviews um, 
to show progress and regular and consistent instruction, and I thought it would be a lot easier to keep track of all of that and keep the records on a daily or weekly basis than going back once we knew that it was review time, for example, at the end of a semester, and needing to compile all of that information on my own later when my kids may have, you know, hung some of the work up on the refrigerator and then accidentally dumped water from the fridge dispenser all over it and ruined the worksheets or something. So... I started looking for something that would just help me to keep track. And again, if our school day got interrupted because the baby needed me for some reason or I had to stop and get lunch, I wouldn't lose track of what we had already done. And so I ended up, after a lot of trial and error, finding this app called Homeschool Panda. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, uh, but I'm... I'm a little bit obsessed, and I mean that in a good way. Uh, it has a lesson planner, a calendar. It even has like a chore manager and a grade book. Um, there's a book tracker, so you can put in all of the textbooks that you're using and attach them to your individual lesson plans to show as a resource. Um, for those of you who need to worry about... Um, tracking specific grade averages for your school age children depending on what the laws are in your state it has a grade book feature um there's a feature that helps you put together your actual um like high school transcript if your kids are high school age uh like it just it has absolutely everything so i'm looking at it right now and i can actually go in <clears throat> excuse me, I can go in and uh, I can make up my lessons and, you know, I have language arts, math, um, Bible and theology, I have the extracurriculars that I throw in there and then I can put down on our calendar what I'm doing what day, um, if we have a spring or a fall break or family vacation, I can track that, put it in there. And when I go to say, hey, we're doing this many weeks of school, if I marked a certain week as a vacation day and then I populate my calendar with the lesson that I lesson plan that I put together, um, the app will actually skip scheduling any lessons on that marked vacation. If you have a sick day, you can actually bump the lesson from that day, I believe, and it will automatically just push all the following lessons for you. So you'll do that day's lesson the next day <coughs> once everyone is healthy. Um, and then the other thing that really, really got my attention that I loved about it was that you can actually, it lets you actually print your, um, it lets you basically print your your records from from the year. So, for example, in some states you have to do an entire portfolio of your school year. You can put in files, either pictures or videos or um, scan the actual hard copy documents that your kids did and attach it to each individual day's work in the files. Um, like I said, you can attach the resources that you used if there was a specific library book or encyclopedia or textbook that you used for that specific lesson. You can attach that as well. 
you can see what um, what was included in the lesson. You can do a description of it, the title of the lesson, how you worked with this or that or whatever medium, um, if it was a more hands-on and interactive thing. And you can print all of that as a portfolio all in one place from this app. You can download it, save it to your computer. If you can email that type of thing to your reviewer, that's awesome. If not, you can then print that out and you have all of it there and there is no rushing around at the end of whatever school period that you have to do these reviews for to find all of your documentation and proof of thorough and consistent education in your required subjects. I thought that was really great because it was taking a little bit of a load off and helped me to build that portfolio as I went. Um, again, I don't know if this is something you guys already know about. I just know that it wasn't something that my mom had when she was homeschooling me, and I am super excited about it. Um, so check that out. There's a base version of it that's free. Um, for all of the bells and whistles, there is an upgraded package, but for the amount of money that it was or is a year, I think it's actually really reasonable, at least for me and how my mind works, to have that reassurance and knowledge um, that I have everything stored in a safe place, and if something tragic or awful happened and the corner of our house where I keep all of our school books got flooded and I lost all of her records for the year... I have copies of them already saved in this. And that was a big deal. So those are the things I'm using this year. <coughs> I would love if I have fellow homeschoolers listening to this podcast, I would love to hear about what you guys are doing, what everything looks like for you. Um, you know, and if there are any apps or things that you really enjoy, I would love to hear about those too because homeschooling is all about sharing resources. And so I hope that you enjoyed the resources I shared with you and our thought process on selecting the extracurriculars that our kids are doing right now. Um, and of course, our, our kids are a little bit younger, so making those decisions was maybe a little bit easier. But yeah, so that's what we're looking at. Um, I hope that you will say a prayer a day this week um, for that sweet little girl and her family that I mentioned earlier. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that and pray for her healing with, and for comfort and healing of her family and everyone who is hurting over the accident. Thank you so much for your time, guys. Um, again, this is... As I mentioned at the get-go, this is my last episode for a little while. I'm going to take a brief hiatus, um, but feel free to listen back through everything that's been recorded. I like to think that the majority of the episodes are relatively timeless, um, and who knows, maybe you will gain something or notice something from a previous episode that you didn't the first time around. So, Thank you for all of the support so far. I didn't expect to have such consistent listeners when I started this earlier this year. I don't think this will be a long hiatus at all, if it's even called that. Uh, maybe just 
this first season is over and I will work on season two and I look forward to being back with you all soon. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.